0: Welcome to your Sprinkle with Hope Podcast. The purpose of our podcast is to spread hope, light, and love. It is important for us to be engaged in this work so we can help motivate, uplift, and inspire you. Whether it is listening to us or hearing one of our amazing guests, our hope is that what you hear encourages you, strengthens you, and helps you discover additional tools to create a better life for yourself. Share this with family and friends, leave us a review or rating, I know that each small action you take to spread this message is appreciated. Subscribe to our podcast or YouTube channel so you don't miss anything.
1: Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. This is Jason. And oh, this is Shane. And this podcast time.
2: Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope podcast, and your host Shane. And today we have two very special guests. They are also podcasters; they have their own podcast. Um, and we welcome our sons to this podcast. Welcome to you two. Thanks for joining us. Uh,
3: thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Thanks for having us.
2: So we talk to all of our guests about hope. That's a big part of who we are and what we talk about uh let's start by i want to ask the question to both of you and maybe you can start um on the other side what what do you what's something that you might be a little bit afraid of about in the future and or something that might you might fear a little bit for your future
1: that is uh oh there you go that's a that's a really good question actually um One thing that I definitely fear a lot um, is just like worrying about being able to support a family. (laughs) Because with rising house prices, rising gas prices, rising everything prices, um, it can get like really intimidating really fast. And so just the thought of like having to find an adequate job is kind of daunting, I guess you could say. It's a little scary.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I think a career is a big one. You kind of worry about what you're going to do after high school because you're not ever sure. Like, there's so many options. You could go to college. You could get a trade job. You could even just get a job right out of high school if you really wanted to. There's so many things that you could do that it's kind of daunting to decide what you want to do and to be able to figure out what's a good job to support a family and support yourself moving on.
0: Yeah. I love both of your answers. I think those are things that you could be afraid of and, and really, um, I mean, we're in this ever-changing world right now. And so there's a lot of things getting thrown your way on the flip side of that. What is something that you're really looking forward to? I mean, you're both going to be seniors this next school year and So what is something that you're really excited about, um, as your future starts to come your way?
1: Um, well, I'd probably say, um, just planning my future and being able to like get my foot in the door and get a, get a good start on things. Um, I'm going to be planning on serving a church mission, so that'll be exciting and just getting prepared basically. Yeah,
3: um, I think for me it could be learning new things. I like to learn and um, like going out in the world, doing new stuff, going to college maybe, and doing all kinds of things like that is a good way to learn and grow. And I think that's a good opportunity. So yeah.
2: So th- those are again great answers um, for upcoming generation. I'm curious, how would you prepare yourself? today and tomorrow for those things like a church mission or um, going to college and those type of things being out on your own, what are things you you feel you can do today that will help you prepare to avoid that fear and that concern that we've talked about initially?
1: Um, that's actually a really good question. So uh, college wise, there's a lot of help and there's a lot of things you can do to, um, kind of advance your college studies, um, we as seniors have the option to graduate high school with an associate's degree, which is a uh, quite the task, but it's very cheap for one, and it's also a lot better because by the time you get to college, you already have an associate's degree, so a bachelor's isn't that far off. And I think that's a really nice thing because it's very cost effective and it also allows you to go into college with kind of, like I was saying earlier, your foot in the door, right? You, you get a good start on things. And so we have a lot of resources that are available to us that we can use and uh, like take part in right at this moment to kind of just give us momentum, push us forward. Yeah, I think
3: another thing too is there's lots of little things you can do every day to get better at something or to be ready for something. Like, if you want to play a sport, right? If you're practicing every day, just even if it's for a little bit, just getting better at staying active and being an athlete, then eventually you could get to the point where you could play that sport in, say, college or professionally if you wanted to. And so, like, in whatever you're doing, if you're taking the time to do the little things, the big things could fall into place and everything could work out better for you. So,
0: I love it. I love your guys's answers. And, and I think that you guys are wiser than your years. Um, so as I, as I was kind of thinking about this one too, you guys have a pretty close relationship with cousins. What, what does that relationship mean to you and to continue to foster that? Cause you guys are really close um and i just want to hear what your guys thoughts are and we'll start with you max
3: uh that's a good question i think it's awesome being like sorry i'm going to i'm going to get emotional it's just like it's nice having someone your age you can lean on and sorry just our families are so close and it's so nice cuz know like we can be there for each other, and we can help each other, and help our families, and it's just really great because um, I do have older brothers, but I don't have a brother that's like in the house anymore. And yeah, so both my brothers have moved out, and just having Trace in there is really awesome is my age <laughs> i'm I, sorry i couldn't help but cry
2: <laughs> that's okay we love the raw emotion that comes with our podcast that has happened um in other you know when we we i think we learn a lot when we really share that raw just vulnerable side of us and so that that's that's why we ask some of these questions they're unscripted, but. Um, what, what would you say? What would you say, Trayson?
1: Well, I think Max just like blew it away. (laughs) Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was tearing up there. (laughs) Um, but I would have to say the same thing. Um, I, I do have an older brother as well, but he's also out of the house. And so I, I feel the exact same way. And just knowing that I have a, I have a cousin who's there for me, who's more or less a, brother from another mother uh it's just a really really comforting thing for me to know and the fact that we are both the same age and that we both enjoy the the same things it, it really makes me happy and and just knowing that max is always there for me and that we can always be able to support each other it, it makes me really happy to to know yeah and uh, yeah.
2: that's now that i'm
1: getting emotional <laughs>
2: I I love it. I love this. This what's happening right now. Um, You can see that the importance of family and that's not just your siblings or your parents. I mean, the importance of having family that are close to you that you can lean on to help you in these things that we're talking about to minimize the fear and the, the concern that you have for your future that you can lean on them to really Lift you up when you need to and encourage you. And, and then the just a beautiful thing. And um, uh, I failed to mention that their podcast is called Totally Random. Uh, it's just an awesome thing and so funny. Like you've got to check it out. It's super fun. Uh, they were somewhat, I would say, our inspiration in, in starting our podcast. They started before us. Um, but just have been doing it for a few years as well as us. Um, and it's, it's just a fun thing to see that interaction between these two. So let me ask, uh, let's go back to the fear a little bit. I know we don't, we don't want to focus on that, but um, what are things that you feel like you can do to overcome those things that you might fear in life?
1: That is a that's a really good question. I would probably personally say just having those people around me that matter to me um, and utilizing them to like kind of get me through uh, hard times. So typically I'm not the kind of person to ask for a lot of help because I, I I don't feel like I can do it myself, but I don't want to be a burden to other people. <laughs> and um, the the problem with that is sometimes i do need to ask people and uh when i when i do ask people for help that can really improve my circumstances because it allows me to to kind of get through the struggles that i'm going through in the time and it lets me know that i'm not a burden to people and that people care about me and that's something that i definitely need to learn and and know
3: Yeah, I think um, one thing that also helps me is just jumping right in. When you pause and you think too much, then you tend to not overcome your fears. You tend to just stop and freeze. And it's good to think, but but there's a certain point where it's too far where you're just overthinking and doubting yourself. And so then you, again, stop and freeze. It's like the flight or, yeah, fight or flight response. So when you jump right in and you overcome your fear with a punch, then it has more power in your life than just stopping and waiting too long.
0: Yeah, I I love those responses. And I, I think it's really important that, you know, our listeners out there who have certain kinds of fears can see that even at your age, you guys have fears but you're learning how to overcome those. So do you guys face those fears at school and, and in those social settings still to this day, or, or have you guys, you know, learned different techniques and things that can help you?
3: Um, I'd say, yeah, like at school, definitely. There's lots of things going on and it's such a, complicated place like yeah there's so many things that go on in a day that could be scary or intimidating so like i'm not not really sure how like tactics to overcome them because it really depends on what the fear is but there's lots of
1: people and resources that can help you so yeah um there's a lot of fears that uh, I didn't say that um, I think a lot of people deal with in our day and age um, that I won't name because there's too many, but there's a, a lot of those uh, same fears come out of high school settings and it can be really um, that's traumatizing kind of and kind of kind of scary. Um, But I think the most important thing is that, uh, like Max said, we have a lot of resources to help us, right? Um, There's a reason why teachers always tell you um, that they're there for you and they're there to listen because they're there as a resource for us to use as students. And there's a reason why we have counselors. There's a reason why we have um, like cops stationed at the schools. There's a reason why we have all these resources around us is because they're there to help us. Um, The problem, though, is a lot of high school students don't tend to use those resources. Um, Either they just don't recognize that they're there or they don't give enough credit to the resources available. And um, so it can be a really hard thing to to use those resources. But if we do, then we're going to be a lot better off than if we never use them at all. And so I'd say overcoming fear has something to to do with that as well, using,
2: using resources. This is, this has been an awesome discussion. Such great insight from uh, two, two of our sons who we really admire and respect and love uh, very dear. Um, On a really lighter note, really quick before we get to our last few questions, Um, Jason and I on our podcast have multiple times talked about water slides and the fear of going down a water slide. And we spend a lot of time together as families at this water park. So I'm, I want to know what your favorite thing to do at the water park is and why. Okay.
1: (laughs) This is a good question. (laughs) Um, I would have to say, uh, So I've I've listened to a lot of a lot of your guys's podcast episodes. And one of the first ones uh, was overcoming fear. And that was an episode that I really liked because you used the story or the anecdote of the the free fall slide at this water park. And I would have to say that's my favorite, too, because it is overcoming a fear. Um, I was maybe or maybe not pressured into it by a certain person. (laughs) But um, I was able to throw that first punch as Max said. And once I got over it, I was like, you know what, this is not bad at all. I I didn't know why I was fearing it so much. Uh, I think it's because I was putting a mental image in my mind of it being a lot more terrifying than it actually was. And after that point, I was like, this isn't that bad anymore. And so I'd have to say free fall is my all-time favorite because of that.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. That one's pretty good. Um basically just straight drop for a few seconds. It's pretty quick. And like looking at it before I did it, I was super scared because it was this big ride where you just go straight down on the water. But like once you go on it, it's only a few seconds and then it's over and then you want to go again. And I think one thing that also helps me is just screaming like something totally <laughs> random, right? Um, you go down and you're like, Ciao-hoo! and you go down the water slide and then it's done. And it, That adrenaline rush is like, wants you to go again. So yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I, I also want to switch gears just a little bit too, before we jump into the to the last few questions here but and and it's kind of putting you guys on the spot a little bit but has to do with your podcast so i want you guys to tell me something totally random like you guys always do that starts with the letter p
1: (laughs) pistachios
0: pecans
1: (laughs) pralines um puppies pocket watch (laughs) Um, paragliders prognosticator <laughs> Um, pseudonyms <laughs> wow. let's say parents
3: platypi platypuses a lot of people whatever the what call.
2: port <laughs> Porthole, <awesome>. Port-hole. <laughs> i love that so if you if you haven't listened to this totally random podcast it's these two, it's, it's a hoot, crack up. We love listening to it. Um, again, this has been a great discussion. So this is, uh, we're at the point where we ask all of our guests um, something that we call the double down dose. And we love asking these two questions. Uh, the first question simply is, how would you define hope? So we want to hear from both of you.
1: Okay. Um, how I would define hope is trusting in something even though it may or may not come uh just having that belief that there's always another day there's always another step to take and there is always another pathway i'd say just having the faith to continue on is probably the most important part and having that faith is the hope That's good. Um, For me, I think hope
3: is, like I guess, being more of an optimist, thinking that even though whatever is going on right now could be bad, that it could get better. And I guess mostly just, um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. It's mostly just that when you look positive life like you're looking I guess longing for something then that hope could carry you and can bring you to a better place. So yeah.
0: I love it. We we love to hear about hope, right? Because that's that's our our mantra. That's what Shane and I live by. And so we love asking these two questions. Um so the second part of the double down dose for for you two today is what is your definition of love or how would you define love
3: that's a good question um i define love as showing kindness for others and and being there for them even if even if you need, like, wait, anyway, yeah. If, like, if you're down, still being there for others and showing them that you care for them and just
1: spreading kindness. That's awesome. I, uh, I fullheartedly agree with you there. Um, I, would say the definition of love for me is just knowing that there is always someone who cares for you Um, because it's true there will never be a time that someone doesn't care about you and just having that mindset of that you're important and that you matter is um, well it all ties into hope right but um, just knowing that there are people there for you and there are people that, that trust in you and, and care for you is, is the most important thing because sometimes we can feel alone and sometimes we can feel like, um, there isn't another pathway, right? Sometimes we, we don't have that hope and knowing that we're loved can bring us that hope. And that's why I say, um, hope ties into love because it's, it's all important. You need love to have hope and you need hope to have love. You can't have one without the other. So I'd say that.
2: that that's great. This has been such a great discussion. We felt like it was important to hear from the youth of the next generation uh, happened to be two of our sons. And so we're so grateful that you were willing to take some time, you know, as you were both talking about, throwing a punch, the analogy I thought of was you have, if you throw the punch, you're, you're basically punching fear in the face. And then you both said, after you throw the punch, then it becomes easier because you've punched fear in the face and you don't have to face that anymore. You're, you're already past that. And I think sometimes all it takes is one punch, one step, one slide down the slider, whatever it is. You just have to, have to take that one action, and then it, everything becomes easier because you're in control. And the thing that isn't that you're fearing or needing to overcome isn't controlling you. This has been such a great discussion. Um, very, very appreciative of you two. And uh, we really love the raw emotion that comes from these, and uh, very grateful for you. So, thank you so much. We love both of you so very much.
0: Yeah, you guys are such an in- inspiration to Shane and I, honestly, that that uh, we couldn't ask for two, two better sons. You know, I mean, we've got great families. And so we're so grateful for all of our kids um, and grateful for you guys coming on. I just had one last wrap up question I like to ask sometimes, and uh, I think it's quite fitting. But what what's a time in your life where you you had to laugh at yourself because of something that happened, something funny that happened in your life that you know now you look back on you might be a little bit embarrassed at the time, but now you're like, hmm, yeah, that's quite hilarious
3: <laughs> I gotta think for a minute here um well, okay, so one time we were at an airport and we had a layover for I don't know, I think it was like four or five hours. And so we were sitting there in the airport just playing phase 10. And um and I and we'd finished one of the rounds and I was like, oh man, I, I was I just needed this one card to win. And then my mom looked at the cards and I I had all the right cards to win, but I didn't, I didn't even realize. So I just I, I had them the whole time. I just sat there like, oh man, I just, I, I messed this one up. That's pretty funny.
1: Um, I'll take from one of my, uh, my most recent experiences. Um, so we, uh, we as a family just got back from a, a giant group activity called Trek, where we uh, basically act, I, I wouldn't say reenacted, but I would we basically reenacted like the pioneers travels, right? We pulled hand carts and just basically got the, the raw experience of what they had to go through. And it was a, it was a really empowering experience. Um, and there's this pole called the women's pull, where all of the women pull the hardest part with hand carts. And it was uh, it was really emotional actually. Um, all the, all the men had to stand on the sides and watch and, most of them were crying. (laughs) Um, and it was, it was just a really cool experience, but once everyone had gotten to the top, um, there was, uh, there was a girl in, in my, uh, my Trek family, I guess you could say. And, uh, I went up to her and complimented her and I was like, Hey, good job. You did amazing. And then I walked away and five seconds later I passed by her again. And I was like, you were just right over there and then I I had to like I had like a like a light bulb flicker on in my mind and I was like oh I said hi to her sister <laughs> I complimented her sister and I called her the wrong name and she just went along with it <laughs> so I went back and I apologized <laughs> uh, yeah I, I have to look back and laugh on that experience um some people look alike. That's That's awesome.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, again, thank you to some very much for this discussion. This has been so great. And hopefully this gives um, our listeners insight into the youth of the next generation and, and the things that they, they can push through fear and overcome that. And uh, I'm confident that they're going to be a great light and an insight to the world. So thank you again so much.